Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. Overnight America continues this hour. What are you rooting for on Wednesday? We just had a great couple of segments with Rich Rubino on what to expect in the history of what goes down. We're going to have each state called out one by one. Is there anyone that objects? And it, there'll be several states where objections will come up. And it sounds like there are senators in place to actually make it so there is a two-hour debate for each of those states. I don't know if it's going to be continuous, if they're going to have to take a break in between. I don't know. But there is a pretty large group of senators that have come together, Ted Cruz being one of them. And here are some of the senators, uh, let's see, about 20 or so Republican senators that object to the objectors. This is what I want to say about all this. Can we just simmer down now? Do, do people still say that, that phrase? Remember that the simmer down now. Can, can we just for a moment realize that things have gotten so crazy out of control that we are just going absolutely bananas for a process that has been used all the time in the past when it comes to this process? Vice President stands up there. Are there any objections? We have objections over objections over objections. There was objections when. George Bush won the election and there was a bunch of congressmen that would stand up and object to it. it happened with Trump. It happened. You know, it just went through. You can go through the list and look at all the times where there's been someone that would stand up and object. Now, if you remember back in 2016, it was the objection that lasted four years. They, oh, yeah, he's a Russian puppet and the Russians interfered. So we need to object because, you know, Russia stole this election. And for what? How many we're still people are talking about that nonsense. And the objections never stopped. And then you have a couple of senators stand up and say, yeah, we're just going to air our grievance, our objection. Senator Josh Hawley here in Missouri even points out, we don't think that there's going to be any change in the election. We don't think that it's going to result with Donald Trump becoming president at the end of this one. But we're still going to object because we have the objection and people go crazy. And this is what we got to stop. People I look online and people are like, Oh, man, I, I hate this person because they said they would object. I hate this person because they said they wouldn't object. I hate this. I hate that. It's there's, there's so much hate. It's so ridiculous. My goodness. If standing up and saying I disagree with something is enough for you to hate them. That's where we're at right now. That's where we are. So here's the 20 Republicans that object to the objectors. 
I don't think if you want to see the objections on Wednesday, you should hate these people and vice versa. If someone stands up like Josh Hawley, you shouldn't hate him for wanting to object. If Ted Cruz stands up, you shouldn't hate him for wanting to object. If you're Senator Danforth, why are you even commenting on something like this? There's no reason for you to be giving anyone a hard time over things like this. We got to stop this. Here's the 20 Republicans that said they are speaking out against the objectors. Lindsey Graham, Tom Cotton, Roy Blunt, Richard Burr from North Carolina, Shelley Capito from West Virginia, Bill Cassidy from Louisiana, Mike Lee, Susan Collins, Rob Portman, John Corwin, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, Ben Sass, uh, Richard Shelby from Alabama, John Thune from South Dakota, Pat Toomey, Roger Wicker from Mississippi, Deb Fisher from um, Nebraska, Chuck Grassley, Mitch McConnell, and Mike Rounds from South Dakota. I gave the states to some that were not uh, well-known senators. So let me, let me point this out here. Uh, what are you looking for on Wednesday? Are you going to watch this process? To me, it's the first time I've actually cared about this process. It's the first time I've actually wanted to partake in viewing it. Uh, for me, if it's just a session about airing out grievances for the last time, that's perfectly fine with me. Perfectly fine. You know, if I was a congressman, I don't think I would object. I, I just wouldn't. But I want to get all bent out of shape if someone said, oh, I'm going to object to it. I want to go, oh, man, that's the worst person I've ever heard in my life. Wow, terrible. He, he must go home and kick puppies in his spare time. You know, I'm not that I'm, I'm not going to be upset about any of these things. It's just that you you got to calm down every once in a while. It's just so ridiculously blown out of proportion. The people that are upset with the objectors right now, it's just crazy what we're seeing right now. So let me open up the phone lines, 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. I really think too many people are getting bent out of shape about the objections. I feel like at the end of all of this, you're going to have Mike Pence stand up there and say, here's the final vote count. We're uh, writing it down. It's Joe Biden. He's going to be sworn in on this date. See you later. Bye. I think that's all that's going to happen. It's your last chance to air out your grievances. And I think a big part of this, too, is just the other people. It's not even the politicians that are going after each other right now. It's even more than that. It's just like, listen, here's Ted Cruz, by the way, on Fox. Listen to what he brought up. Well, listen, I, I think everyone needs to calm down. I, I think we need to tone down the rhetoric. This is already a, a volatile situation. It's like a tinderbox and, and, and throwing Thro throwing lit matches into it. And, and so I think the kind of hyperbole we're seeing, the kind of angry language, you know, yesterday when I released my statement with, with 10 other senators, I had multiple, uh, multiple Democrats uh, urging that, that, that I should be arrested and tried for the crimes of sedition and treason. Now, now look, that's not helpful. At a time when this country, when we're pitted against each other, just relax and let's do our jobs. We have a responsibility mm -hmm. to follow the law. I'll, I'll go even further on this. If you're someone that for the past four years has yelled and screamed that the Russians stole this election because they were in cahoots with Donald Trump and Donald Trump's a Russian puppet. And for four years, you have been yelling and screaming that the last election was illegitimate. And now you're upset about objections to an election. You got to sit this one out. You are not allowed to have a comment on this one after that nonsense for the past four years. So we'll take some of your calls coming up. And how about we start with Eddie first? Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan. Happy New Year to you. Ha Happy New Year Thank to you. you. 
Well, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I think people just need to relax. Just let the process play out. If some senators want to object, then I say let them. But it's not going to change anything because January 20th, Joe Biden's going to be sworn in as president. I mean, it's just let the process play out. That's. I think we need to help Americans that are starving out here, that are going to lose their homes. That's what more I'm concerned yeah, about. Right. And, and, and you know what, nonsense. Eddie, it's, you are 100% right on target here because what are we not talking about right now? All of the problems in our country. If, if this is the number one problem we have, they're completely ignoring the issues of the day-to-day of any regular citizen here. I, I just want I just want Americans, I, I just want our country to get back back on track again. It's all you hear about is COVID and death and people losing their homes and and people starving. It's it's just sad and, and you just need to cut all this political crap out and we gotta help help each other. I like that. Eddie, thank you very much for calling in. Always good to hear from you from Philly. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. I'll take some more of your calls right after the break. I'll look at your text messages too. So hold on. It's overnight America KMOX. St. Louis's traffic station KMOX. And overnight America is live with you at least for now. So I guess if you're listening to this on the replay, it doesn't count. But three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. If I haven't confused you enough. Give us a call. Uh, I, I, I talked mostly about a couple of comments of what we're expecting when it comes to counting the Electoral College results. We had a great interview with Richard Bino in the first hour, a little bit of history, things that have happened in the past, some notable things, too. And I, there's all kinds of text messages coming in. I see one text message that said, uh, Biden is not my president. They cheated. Biden will never be my president. That was one text message that came in. And I got to say, we got to move away from I really believe we got to move away from that in the same ones that were yelling in about Donald Trump. You got to get away from that, too. And the, the problem that we run into is regardless if you don't recognize it, it doesn't make it true. Right. So Biden when sworn in will be the president of the United States and will be your president. Doesn't mean you have to like him. It just means that you have to accept that fact. Um, Part of the problem is we don't always accept these things. And same thing with the right, same thing with the left. A lot of times the left don't want to accept things either, very much so. They don't want to accept that um, anything that Donald Trump says. They don't want to accept anything. It just goes both ways, and it's just tiring. And the whole process has been tiring. It's been hard to keep up with all of these things. And I know Donald Trump's doing a rally right now in Georgia. I haven't been paying attention or watching it, but I'm sure that'll be trending and talked about on social media as we get close to that runoff election in Georgia. So let me open things to you. 314-436-7900. Let's go to Vernell, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Yes. What I want to comment is President Trump is panning the fire. All right, he's going to pressure the officials in Georgia to get more votes to assure him that he win the race. He didn't win the race, and that's a problem. He will not accept that he lost the race. You've got people homeless now, people out of work, people dying of the virus. The thing is this, he needs to accept the fact that what the country's in. The country in right now is in turmoil, and President Trump's adding to it. Except the fact you lost the race, and that's it. Thanks for my comment, okay? I think you need... Yeah, thanks, for now. Good to hear from you. 
That may be the shortest comment Vernell has had on the show. That's good. He makes, um, here's the point that I think also needs to be made. And as much as I wanted to see Donald Trump win this election, there's got to be a time where he accepts that there's nothing that's going to change Joe Biden getting sworn in. There's got to be that point. And I, I can look at it and say, strategically speaking, there's a reason why you would never give up. But uh, strategy, be it whatever, I don't think that, I just don't think that for his sake, he wants to keep this up much longer. I thought for you know, for me, I thought he would have been done in December. I thought by the end of the year, you don't want to go into January still doing this. But here he is. It does surprise me even. It doesn't change my views on there could have been fraud. I think that if you want to keep trying to prove it and you want to present your evidence to prove it, and even after the fact, you may be out of office, but if you want to vindicate yourself while you're out, well, so be it. Go ahead and do it yourself. Okay? But this has to be secondary to the office itself. Let's go to Kim, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan. Um, you know, you, I, I couldn't have said that any better if I wanted to, what you just said. But my, my thing is, I am so tired of hearing Donald Trump whine and cry because he didn't win this election. It's like he's a little kid, and I'll pick up my toys and go home because I didn't win. And I am just, I will just be glad to get uh, Biden sworn in and him out of office. I'm, I, I'm, I don't know, I'm just, just about fed up with the whole thing. Yeah, I, I, this is what I get. And there's, there's certain things I can look at it and say, this is what I understand. He has raised some pretty serious concerns, none of which have been really taken seriously by a lot of people. And that's the problem. If his concerns were actually addressed in a way other than people dismissing him as a conspiracy theorist and those that have looked at it as conspiracy theorists, things could have been different. Um, I think when you have in the past four years a media that was particularly hard on him and never hard on any of his opponents coming into a time like this, it's hard to look at that and say, well, I'm going to take them seriously and dismiss this easily just like they have because they've been wrong so many times. So then you have a Donald Trump that says, OK, um, none of this was taken seriously. I've done everything I could to try to present this. And there's still more evidence that's coming forward. Um, this is why I'm being loud about it. I think if if let's just say some of the liberal networks would have treated this like a news story and not like an editorial because they hate Donald Trump, then things might be different right now. But I, I, when you push Donald Trump, he pushes back. And I think that's might be what we're seeing. I don't know. This might be bad analysis. It's it's so hard to analyze a moment like this, but yeah, I just no, don't this, know. Anymore. This is Kim, true. Thank, I, I have yeah. to give you that one. But like I said, I will just be glad when it's over. Yeah. Thanks, Kim. Good to hear from you. See, I'm not a I'm not looking forward to a Joe Biden presidency. I you know, it's it feels like it might be done in a blink of an eye. Honestly, I mean, who knows how long he'll actually be in office? I don't think there's too many people that are looking at Joe Biden and saying he is a model of health that could go eight years if he had to. I don't think anyone is looking at him that way. I think a lot of people have some very serious concerns of his mental decline, his ability for um, stand him up. By the way, I don't even know if he's made multiple appearances in a row when he was running for president. Did he? He took a lot of time off. He distanced. He stayed. He did videos. 
Um, he, even the times that he was recorded, he looked like he was tired. And then again, losing track, losing thoughts, saying the wrong things. He just had a lot of problems and he wasn't out a lot. So if you want to look at it by a percentage of the things he said versus the, the things that were questionable when it comes to talking about his, uh, his abilities, then it's a pretty high percentage, a lot higher than you'd want. So I don't know how long Joe Biden will be president. I mean, he could serve four years. He could run for reelection. I just don't know if that is what the the betting odds are. I feel like at some point Kamala Harris is going to be teed up and taking over in the White House. And that scares me a lot. I just don't think that she's going to be a good president when it comes to the things that I want to see in the country. When you just have people in the listening to all of the different um, uh, progressive voices and they keep getting more progressive and progressive and progressive, that's scary. That is very scary. Let's uh, go to Mike, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan. How you doing, man? Doing good. Hey, um, whoever controls the media is going to get elected. You know, um, when Trump started talking about fake news and he kind of alienated the media, and after that, it was uh, it was downhill, and... Uh, and now with Biden and and Kamala, we're we're in hell. We're going to be in a hell of a boat. If we, if we lose Georgia, we're really going to be in a hell of a boat. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, that's hey, thank you, Mike. And that's tough because you look at those Senate seats and just how critical they are in order to keep some sort of semblance in the Senate, at least some balance in that point. You know, there's going to be Republicans that switch over. They've already indicated those things. You got. Some that are like, you know, wishy-washy. And, you know, they, they start to talk about things that could get some pretty serious considerations if it was a tiebreaker. And considering that you'd have Kamala Harris walking in as the tiebreaker, you know how the, uh, that's going to go. It is very scary. Um, I, I just don't know what's going to happen over the next four years. And he's right about the media. I go back and I look at the way Donald Trump was treated. And I don't think anyone can look at that and say that they they tried to play it down the middle. <laughs> There's no way they tried to play it down the middle. Way too many people. Uh, they, they crossed that line from journalism to activism or commentary or opinion. And there's nothing wrong with people that give opinions. It's just don't call yourself a journalist like you're trying to be impartial during that process. If what you're doing is keeping you're not trying to tell two sides, you're not you're only trying to tell one side. And the one side is I hate the guy. <laughs> and that's what you've been doing for all these. It, it, it's it's turned so many people off to some of the networks that once were cherished. Imagine the reputation of CNN in the 90s and saying that one day people would look at this network and say they are the least trusted in the news right now. How, how could you imagine that in the 90s if you had a, an ability to go back and say, OK, this is the network that. People are going to look at it and say, I can't believe a word they're saying. You're like, wow, when did that happen? Now, that's where they're at. I don't know how many people can trust that. There's a lot of problems we have right now with trust, and they're not doing anything to try to regain that trust. Why would they? I mean, are they so far down the line? I don't know. Maybe they realize that commentary is where the money is. In their case, uh, not the ratings, but maybe the money. Who knows? So we'll take some more of your calls coming up after the break. I'm going to take a look at your weather. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. The Electoral College Challenge, uh, it looks like that some senators, including ours here in Missouri, 
Senator Holly, not Blunt, who is Blunt's on the opposite end on this, doesn't like the objections to it. Uh, are you? I'm sure you're going to at least pay attention. You might not actually watch it. I don't know when it comes to what will be presented, what will be brought up on Wednesday, but we know the result will end in the process of putting Joe Biden on the fast track to be sworn in at the end of the month. I don't think anyone uh, believes that anything different is going to be happening at this point. It really is just going to be a moment to air the grievances. So what do you think about this? Where are you sitting on this? What are you rooting for to happen on Wednesday? Are you uh, dreading it? Are you looking forward to it? Whatever it is, we'll take some of your calls on Overnight America, KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. News Radio 1120, KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. In Overnight America is live up until midnight, then midnight to two, the replay hours. Maybe you're listening to it on there. Our podcast is online. Just search for Overnight America. I'm on Facebook, Ryan Recker Radio. Go ahead and like the page, connect with me. It'd be a lot better if we had that uh, connection. That way you can message me during the day or whatever. Sometimes people just don't like calling into the show. Sometimes they prefer it that way. So that's fine, too. Go ahead and put your comments in there. Let's go back to the phone lines. And we're talking about the Electoral College and the results of what's going to be put forth with Mike Pence on Wednesday. It looks like there will be some contention. Who knows if how many states will be objected to, how many hours they'll have to intervene, and how long that process will take. It could be one of those late-night things. I mean, we could be at 11 o'clock at night still talking about this as the process is going on. One of the advantages of being late night radio, I guess, and live in St. Louis, Missouri. So let's go to Mike, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Yeah, how you doing? And thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that Trump 
uh, in the very beginning of his presidency, uh, even while he was in the primaries, everyone spoke up the truth about Trump. But when they saw that the people wanted Trump in office, and to them, those people represented money, constituents. So they ended up going with Trump. Now, Trump has been so out of control that he has now left the rails. And all this time when he was weaving in and out of traffic, nobody tried to stop him. And nobody tried, except for some Democrats, they said something. And then somebody said something back to them. So now that Trump has left the rail, left the road, now these some Republicans are now starting to distance themselves from Trump. Now, Trump has been claiming voter fraud. The secretary got on and broke everything down. They did a hand count. They did two machine counts. There was no voter fraud. Pennsylvania has voter fraud, but they voted for Trump. They have two dead people, two dead women, that actually voted for Trump. So Trump has a lot of enablers right now. And I think for you to say that they can go out there and vent, they are venting using Trump's own strategy. So it doesn't make any sense. If, if Trump's strategy is to overturn the election by trying to steal it and trying to, he was so corrupt about it, how could they vent on those terms? If they can vent, let them vent about something official, original, and true, not about something that Trump made up. And now he's trying to use this gangster format. And you're saying, oh, it's okay, let them vent. But they're venting about a lie that's been proven a lie. And he has no proof of nothing he says, except for Trump is very disingenuous. He's a, I mean, he's a con artist. So he's con half of America. Well, no. All right. Let me let me just point this out. So the whole idea of them going through the Electoral College results state by state is to give the opportunity of members of Congress to object. So why would they not use the opportunity that's afforded them to object if they object? Why, why is that a bad thing for you? Because they're using Trump's reason to object. They're calling voter fraud. They want to investigate the election. It's been proven there is nothing that there's no there there. It's been proven. So if they had something that they wanted to vent about, let it be about policy. Let it be about something that's real. But to go up and now after Trump made that phone call, you would have thought everybody would have scattered and got away from Trump. But now the issue is right now it's become a black and white issue. So this black and white issue, people are holding strong you know, to the black and white issue. You know, and until the truth comes out, you got people, like you like you said, let them vent. But are you listening to what they're venting about? They're venting about a lot. Yeah, okay, so, uh, yeah, well, no. Okay, let me say, and I'm not trying to make your argument for you, but I'll just kind of say this is where, this is one thing I can agree on. A lot of what has been brought up is circumstantial. So you can say none of this passes the smell test, but we don't have the smoking gun. But to us, it doesn't look right. And here's why it doesn't look right to us. I think to me that is enough to object. And if it, it's not going to change the results of it. And you might say it's just them being sour, um, but it's not going to change the result. And in the end, the Electoral College will be finalized for Joe Biden. And then people uh, it'll be it. it will be it'll put the final bow on this thing 
for Joe Biden to be uh, sworn in at the end of the month. That's how it'll just roll. But to, to say that the forum that is afforded to Congress in order to object is not the right place for them to do that, I just... This is the place that's designed exactly for them to do something like this right now. You might not like what they're bringing up or you might not come to the same conclusion of them, but this is the way it's it's designed for them to do it. So I, I think this is what you got to let them do. If you don't like it, fine, but you got to let them do it at this point and just be on with it. Well, the phone call is a smoking gun. That phone call is definitely a smoking gun. You can't ignore it. You can't put it, you can't put it back in a bottle. It's out. Trump wanted him to give him the exact number of votes that he need to win, and he asked him to go find the votes, make them up, recalculate. That's- See, that's your interpretation to make them up, because no, nowhere does that ever come up for him to make it up. So that's the problem. The, the part that people are interpreting his words, they're making up the thing that makes it a crime. That's part of the problem with that phone call. But uh, Mike, thank you very much for your call. And part of the problem with that whole Georgia phone call thing is everyone wants to try to pin something on him. But what they're doing is they're interpreting the thing that would pin on him. They're not taking exactly what he said and saying, okay, this is what the crime is. Um, And then we're not even talking about that right now. It has nothing to do with the electoral college side of things. So I mean, you can sway off into this sort of thing. But like I mentioned before, uh, even going back into 2016, how many congressmen and how many people and how much people in the media over and over and over objected to Donald Trump becoming president because they said there's no way he could have beat Hillary Clinton. There had to have been some Russian interference. The Russians came in. The Russians changed the votes. The Russians hacked into the voting machines. The Russians did this and that. And then for how many years did they cry about the Russians? Uh, stealing this election for Donald Trump because he was in cahoots with them. Years go by. I mean, years they were playing around with this nonsense. And you can't give the congressman one day to air their grievances here? Give me a break. Uh, Let's go to Ken, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Ryan, uh, the difference is with the Russians uh, fooling with our elections, uh, whatever it was four years ago or eight years ago, is the Democrats didn't do anything. They talked about it. But the Republicans, I mean, this is just going on and on and on. But that's not the reason I called. I, I just, uh, you were talking about the uh, liberal media, and I think it's a myth. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, not even, you know, you got Fox News, let's even forget about them, but this OAN and this parlor, which I don't exactly know how it works. I know you got to sign up for it. And, you know, you got people like Joe Rogan and, I, I used to do seminars and would drive around the country, and all I could pick up was conservative radio. That's, that's all I could pick up. And, you know, you take Fox, uh, Fox uh, or KMOX, uh, you guys, and the entire slate of you, as far as I know, is conservatives. And you guys reached, the, what is it, 37 states or 38 states? And now, am I wrong when I say the entire slate of uh analyst or whatever you want to call them <laughs> are conservative yes you're very wrong so I am that's very probably wrong. well at least that yeah you're very wrong in that sense but i will say at night when we reach the large you know 30 some states it's just me i'm the only one at well i guess kevin wheeler does sports but that doesn't really count because they don't talk politics i guess when it comes to the bigger reach of this 1120 signal it would just be me alone so I guess if you're looking at it from a narrow time slot, then that would be true, but no, not no, for I'm the whole radio. Sl- 
I mean, you got Rush. Rush is on for three hours. Reardon's on for, I don't know, I don't know how long. But anyway, I, I think it's a myth. And I got one other comment, and I'll let you go to somebody else. Uh, the movie American President, Michael Douglas, plays a very liberal president. But there was a line in there when he finally, I don't know, caught up with himself. He said, you know, I've been so busy trying to keep my job, I haven't been doing my job. And, you know, I just look at these last several weeks, and, God, we could use so much help with this COVID. And, you know, I maybe you have. I have never heard Trump express any sympathy for the survivors, the families. Never. I've never heard it. And if he ever does do it, uh, God love him. Uh, anyway, uh I don't know if you got any comment on that or you just want me to hang up or uh, or what. Yeah, I'm trying to look at some of the things. And I talk about this whenever it comes up. Um, hold on. And I'm trying to go back into some of the data. When they look at big stories, who covers them, it's almost a virtual blackout when it comes to the uh, major news networks, at least the over-the-air, the ABC, CBS, NBC who covers some of these topics, they virtually black out anything that is against Joe Biden and they cover um, only Donald Trump bad things. And part of that is the media bias working in the, 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 the reason of why they decide to cover the things they do and the way that they decide to cover it. And then the things they decide not to cover all play into it. And I'm trying to find some examples, but I have to dig a little bit into this website, mostly because I don't see it on their homepage any recent surveys, but they do a great job of pointing out when almost virtually zero uh, stories that are negative to Joe Biden or anything that comes up are completely ignored. Um, let me bring this up, too. I'll just bring this real quick. And Ken, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. You know that Warnock okay. that's running in Georgia? He put out that uh, whoever he's running against uh, campaigned with a KKK member. Okay, how about this real quick? Well, just just real quick. Okay, here's one story I was going to talk about today. Um, and I don't know, have you been watching the news the last couple of days? This goes back, I think, to late December. So we're we're talking about this is a story that's been out for, um, let's see, December 29th is when this news broke. So nearly one week. Um, President Obama knowingly funded Al-Qaeda affiliates. This is something that an investigation found. How many people and how many uh, stories have you heard about this? About what now? About the Warnock thing? President Obama. No, President Obama funding Al-Qaeda. Okay, so there was a story that came out. There was an investigation in the Senate. This is one of Chuck Grassley's uh, investigations inside of the Senate. And the investigation finds that the Obama administration funded Al-Qaeda affiliates, knowingly funded Al-Qaeda affiliates. That story's been out for seven days. You pay attention to the news. I'm curious, how many times have you heard that story mentioned? Because that seems like I a have, pretty big deal. This is, you saying it is the first that I've, that I've ever yeah. heard of it. Now, yeah, and what that, I'm saying is, this is I think this is a big deal. Yeah, but do you believe it? Do Yeah, I do believe it. This I, is a, a Senate investigation that you can actually go and read the report. This is not just some blogger. This is an, a, a full Senate investigation yeah. that was put together, a probe and everything. Um, and you can go read that thing. So they've been looking back at this for the past, what, since uh, February or something. But Okay, well, um, uh, it, anyway, it, I'm going to let you go. What I'm I'll saying Google is that story— I will Google okay, this, yeah. and what you're saying is Obama 
uh, giving aid to Al Qaeda. I'll Google that and see how many articles I can come okay. up with and, uh, and, and go okay. from there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate it. Thank you very you. much for the call, Ken. It's yeah, and anytime. And uh, I'm more than happy to take calls from people that want to tell me that uh, I'm wrong. That's good. But here, I'm going to read the headline for you. This is on Yahoo News, but it was a report that the Senate found. Um, Senate investigation finds Obama administration knowingly funded Al-Qaeda affiliate. That doesn't seem like something you'd want to do. The Obama administration approved $200,000 grant um, to fund an Al-Qaeda affiliate, and they knowingly gave the money to them knowing that they were funding an Al-Qaeda affiliate. That came out nearly a week ago, six days ago, almost seven days ago. This finding from a Senate committee, this is Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley releasing this information on the findings. I'm just telling you, if you wanted an example of media bias, we can talk about this phone call or we can look at it and say, why would something like that be ignored? (laughs) That seems like a kind of a big deal. All right. We'll take some more of your calls coming up on Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. In Overnight America... Happy to be with you tonight. I'm your host, Ryan Recker. Ryan Recker Radio on Facebook. Go ahead and give us a find on there. Let's go to Larry. Welcome to Overnight America, Larry. Are you working hard behind that mic? (laughs) I don't know. Is that a saying that some people use, working hard behind the mic? You know, actually, I've never shared this with you before, but years ago, there was a station down the dial, Radio Free St. Louis, Chuck Norman. And I got to be friends with one of the uh, one of the speakers, and he asked me to co-host with them a few times, so I know a little bit about it. Oh, that's Anyways, cool. What was his name? Chuck Norman. Chuck Norman. Chuck Norman died, but the the the, uh, the mantra for the station was Radio Free St. Louis, nine twenty a.m. I guess they're still there. Huh. But uh, Chuck I had Norman. There he is. Okay. I had a, I had a friend up. of mine. He did it. The ride at night, uh, they came on at 9 to midnight on Friday nights. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's not why I called. So when, Comp- when Trump called Raffleisberger, mm-hmm. that was his 19th call. He finally picked up the phone. Oh, this, wow. guy didn't want, this guy didn't want anything to do with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. The liqu- so you weren't able to listen to his uh, speech tonight, were you? No, but I saw it trending. People were putting videos online. I, I was on the air by the time you started, so I didn't get to see any of it. So did you get a chance to watch it? I, I listened to the whole. He was very loquacious, Ryan. <laughs> loquacious, very talkative. Yeah. Did you get one of those calendars that give you a new word every day for Christmas? No, okay. no, actually. Uh, I, I kind of at one point in my life, I kind of read through the dictionary a little bit. When I was sick, oh, so I kind of read through the dictionary. Anyways, so Mike was chastising our president, but we we deemed to forget that the uh, Democrats in 01, they didn't like the election. 04, they didn't like the election. And 16, 16 was 16, 17, 18, and 19, and into 20, they didn't like Trump. They didn't like him from the time he was sworn in. But uh, actually... 
you know, this thing, Trump, this is not about Trump. You know it as a Republican, and I know it as a Republican. This is about deeming a fair election. That's what it's all about. And he went into this state by state by state, and the fraud is overwhelming. We're not, I'm not talking about tens of thousands of votes. I'm talking millions of votes were stolen here. By the way, you're from Michigan. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So I've been to that little, that little uh, restaurant where uh, Jimmy Hoffa was apprehended. <laughs> okay. And no, one, and, and no one ever saw him again. Now, we know, we know, we most likely know that Jimmy Hoffa was a Democrat. Wouldn't you assume that? Well, I would assume that. I just don't know much about okay. him. We don't know, yeah, but we would assume union, that, right? Yeah. So tr- Donald Trump mentioned tonight that 16,000 Michiganers that were deceased voted in the election. Hmm. I was just curious how Jimmy Hoffa would have voted in this election. <laughs> I wonder. And I'll Wait. close with this. Okay. To Two closing comments. This is this is this will hamstrung your mind. Biden won with the lowest amount of counties in the history of a presidential election. The lowest amount of counties ever, but won in a landslide. So these Democrats have more balls than a Chinese ping pong tournament. Thank you. He was really looking to work that last one in, huh? All right, so that was Larry a.k.a. John Goodman, and <laughs> he sounds it's uh, it's always good. I'm glad he watched the rally tonight. I didn't get to see any of it, and I'm kind of looking at social media to see if any clips start to surface, if there's any moments that we could look back at, if there's anything of significance. But I um, I just don't know. I, I, I think that it's not a great position to be in. I think, uh, just imagine this. Um, let me just point out that let's say Donald Trump continues to look into voter fraud and let's say he finds it and let's say he's able to prove it. And let's say he's able to point it out. And let's say even after he is able to prove it, that he was able to say, if this was taken seriously, the election could have been overturned. And even if you were to go forward and say, here's all the problems we were able to uncover. And if it were to change these problems, we'd have safer and more secure elections. And he can do all of these things and he would still be rejected. I think that's one of the big releva- uh, revelations we need to have by all of this. It doesn't matter if he's got it all laid out in on videotape. He's still being rejected at the moment. And that leaves a lot of people sour. And I think that's why a lot of people are absolutely fine with airing of the grievances, which needs to be done. It's Overnight America KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.